Good afternoon and welcome to Culture Carousel. This program is produced by 98.7 DZFE, The Master's Touch. I am your host, Irene De Jesus Obligacion. I remember watching pianist Ina Montesclaros when she was a child. She has been playing since she was five years old and made her orchestral debut at the age of 11. Ina has won numerous top prizes in competitions here and abroad. Her teachers were Cecilia Rojas and Dr. Raul Sunico in the Philippines, Ian Fountain at the Royal Academy of Music in London, from which she obtained her master's degree in piano performance and advanced diploma, all of which is to say she is truly a talented young lady. Ina has spent the last few years in the country, and soon she returns to the live stage in the recital Classics for a Cause presented by the Lamdang Foundation for Women's Projects, Incorporated. Sitting down for a chat with Ina was like catching up with a friend. I'll share our short interview in a while. But first, we start with her performance captured at the DZFE studio. This is Ina Montesclaros in the first movement, Allegro con Brio, of the Piano Sonata No. 21 in C, the Waldstein of Beethoven. Thank you. 
Pianist Ina Montesclaros in the first movement of Beethoven's Piano Sonata No. 21 in C 
the Waldstein. And now, the interview. You know, when I found out I was going to interview you, a lot of memories started to come back from when I saw you rehearsing at the CCP and, of course, performing at the CCP a long, long, long time ago. So, has your vision of what it means to be a performing artist changed over the years? Wow, way to get into it. Yes, completely. My vision and understanding of what a performer and an artist, it has definitely changed into something a little deeper. When I was younger, I think most Bebo kids can relate. You know, the attention was a very big thing for me. And I really enjoyed playing to an audience. But growing up, finally learning to love music for music's sake is something that I'm still growing into, I guess. And I think my reasons for playing have changed, definitely. You are involved with the Landag Foundation for Women's Projects. How did this come about? Basically, when I was studying in London, I volunteered for a similar a foundation, a similar charity, the Dolph Hall Educational Foundation. So in my years there, I consistently helped out and I volunteered. When I came back home, I found that they had like a, not a really a sister company, but another foundation that was similar in ethos, which is the Nara Nueva Study Center. So I've been helping out for almost a decade. When I found out that they wanted to open a center in Davao, and this was going to be under Lamdag, I just thought I really wanted to do what I can, do what I could to help bring that about. I agree a lot with what they do, and I respect their work, so I'm trying to help out however I can. It's a good project to get involved with. I know that you paint, which I just found out recently. Yes. Um, tell us more about this cross-art performance and what it brings uh, to music. So I'm a, I'm a very visual person. I see patterns and I see lots of colors and I have a very vivid imagination. So with music, I've always seen something, whether it's like a story or a face, a person or a scene. And oddly enough, it was when I got injured in 2020 and I had no choice. I had to stop playing piano for a good six months. I couldn't be idle, so I decided to go back to my artistic roots. You know, as a kid, you always sketch and you draw a lot of things on your papers when you're listening to your teacher <laughs> in class. So I just wanted to get back into that and I started painting again. And yeah, I kind of just flourished from there. When I was in London, I also had a class that encouraged these multimedia arts, cross arts things. And they really told us to push the boundaries however we could, collaborate with as many people as possible. And I got to do that. I made a friend in a random museum and we decided to work together. And we had two very successful partnerships. And I really hope that someday I can do it here in the Philippines if there's funding and support <laughs> to really present classical music in another way. Just another point of view, I guess. What's forthcoming in this journey of your life? Hopefully healing a stable mental health situation. <laughs> but joking aside, not a joke, but joking aside, I, this year is quite exciting for me in terms of performances. I am going to Europe for the summer to have some concerts there and festivals. 
and then when I come back home, if things push through, I have some really exciting collaborations with other musicians as well. So it's going to be quite a full year of performing. And I hope to finish recording an album I've been trying to finish as well. And I guess in terms of life, I just hope to grow more in love with life. I think that's my main goal.
pianist Ina Montesclaros performing two of Frederic Chopin's Opus 10 Etudes, number three in E major and number 12, The Revolutionary. All the music today was recorded for the station at the DZFE studio. You will want to hear more of Ina Montesclaros as she plays for the public in Classics for a Cause, a recital presented by the Lamdag Foundation for Women's Projects Incorporated. That event happens May 21st, Sunday, 4 p.m. at the Insular Life Theater in Philinvest, Alabang. For tickets and information, contact 0917-862-7100 or 0917-523-6646. And that's all for this Culture Carousel. Do join me again at the same time next week for another impression of the Filipino classical music scene. Culture Carousel is produced by 98.7 DZFE, The Master's Touch. And this has been your host, Irene De Jesus Obligacion. <music>